0: i tell you one thing, a little green man pops out of me. I'm shooting first and asking questions later. You are on the verge of destroying the entire universe. Welcome to The Strange Podcast with Sam and Logan. If you enjoy the show, please go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you're listening, and please give us a good rating. If you want to share a story or have ideas for any future episodes, you're welcome to visit www.thestrangepodcast.com. We look forward to hearing from you. You're listening to The Strange Podcast, Episode 7. We interrupt this near-death experience for a subliminal message. I'm Logan Marks. And I'm Sam Baxter. Today's November 19th, 2017. Oh, man. It's getting close to Thanksgiving. Yeah,
1: I heard that that's this week. I didn't know that, but... um... I was wondering why everyone yeah. from work was taking the week off. I'm like, what the fuck? You lazy motherfuckers? And <laughs> Everybody was like... Yeah, a lot of people were taking it off. And it's like... You're oh, like the sh- only one there. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, fuck. I'm like, why the fuck are you all taking it off? It's like, oh, wait a minute. If they take the week off, they're only using three days, right? So, it makes sense. That, you know, you only use three days and you get a whole week off. But I yeah. was the one who was a dumb fuck who didn't realize that it was, you know, it was it was a ho- holiday. So.
0: A holiday coming up.
1: Yeah, so kudos to them and... <laughs> I'm a jackass <laughs> for that, but man. Are you ready for Thanksgiving?
0: I am ready. <coughs> I, we're gonna probably just hang out at my they're actually they're all coming to my, my house. Oh, they're all coming to your house? Yeah, we're gonna gonna make a big old turkey and see see who shows up. Nice. That should be fun. Hopefully. That's that's my favorite one of my favorite holidays. Yeah,
1: Thanksgiving's always been pretty good. It's always been pretty fun. It's always it's always good food to eat, you know. The only thing that's bad for me is a stuffing. I can't stand that shit.
0: Oh God, I love Yo. stuffing. I I buy like yeah. all kinds of it and I just eat it. <laughs> every day. Every day I'll eat stuffing for the, for I'll the stuffing rest of the week. for
1: cereal and with my <laughs> Pepper <laughs> pepper some stuffing <laughs> over my cereal and <laughs> put, put in my medicine and
0: everything. Uh, oh, you know what I got that's really good? those was uh, I was at Walmart and they started to sell those uh tin popcorns. The tin popcorns? Those three those yeah, the three flavored ones. Oh
1: shit, I forgot about those. <laughs> Damn, they
0: still make those. Oh, dad, they make. Oh man, I buy them every year. Like they're the one thing that gave me diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> because like, man, I just eat of I'm
1: sorry, doc. I can't stop. <laughs> I can't stop eating
0: this. Fucking sugar and popcorn, man. I could just keep going with it because like, you eat the salty stuff, and then like, you're like, oh, and you can't, you can't get enough to a salt. You just go to the sweet <sighs> wait, stuff. Wait, so, wait, wait. So, so remind I mean, everybody, what are the flavors in there? It's caramel. It's it's caramel and then white. I think it's white cheddar and then butter. God, that sounds horrible.
1: Isn't <laughs> oh it? Is
0: wasn't it like a? No, no. I'm thinking there's
1: kettle corn. No, there's no kettle corn, right?
0: It's like no. It's like caramel covered. It's the same thing, is not it? Kettle you know corn's cow, got like I think corn? it's like
1: saltier and it's it's yeah. it's, it's better. <laughs> I, I like kettle corn. <laughs> kettle corn to me, it's almost like cocaine. I, I, I can deal with kettle corn on my cereal. I can deal with kettle corn on, on all my stuff. <clears throat> I didn't know they were
0: selling that already then, huh? Yeah, but they're not as big as they used to be. They used to be, you know, remember they used to be like super, like Yeah, they huge. were pretty good size. They could come up to your waist. Now they're like, yeah, now they're like half the size, but
1: they're the same price. <laughs> but they're double the price. They're double the price. Half the size, double the price. Double the price you for know. your pleasure. You know, the shitty thing is we buy them. Well, you buy them, but people buy them.
0: Uh, I buy them, yeah, because
1: they're, they're still, still tasty. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so do you ever mix all the flavors in one bite? Uh, no, I got to I gotta go around the so So what do you start out with? What's I your eat, first flavor? What's it? I I usually eat the butter yeah. one. Because I don't like that one, <laughs> so I try and get rid of it first. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: one, makes me sick, so I force myself to eat it first. <laughs>
0: so I say, so then I, I get that. So, I, so I'm like getting it out of the way, and then I'll and then when I get tired of it, I'll put the sweet, and then go to the salty, and I just go The mm.
1: salty one would be good. I think that would be good.
0: Yeah, but I could sit, I could probably eat one whole thing in like one sitting. Are you serious? Uh, they must oh, be that dude. small, then, huh? <laughs> 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 Why well, even the old ones? I used to be able to eat one. Oh, thing, did man. you I would sit there? Yo, hell yeah! I would just eat the shit out of the thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I, from what I remember, I remember them being pretty good. But I mean, it's been so long since I've had that. I forgot they even made them. It has been
0: so long, and uh, I thought they outlawed those things. <laughs> I thought the diet. No, got... That's one thing. I wait every year. Like I go and. As soon as I see a man, I'll buy like three or four. Will you buy
1: the whole pallet? You know, go, go there. I would if I would if it, <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't kill me. <laughs> damn, I would if I could afford it. But <laughs> I <could> afford it. <laughs> well, how much for each one of those cans? What do you think they do cost? Five bucks. Five, five bucks. bucks God can? damn. Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot of bunny. Five yeah, bucks. Yeah, you know, it'd be, be good. They get me every time. It'd huh? be good to watch it like doing movies.
0: You could oh yeah, that's I'll just sit there and watch. Now that I have Netflix, you know, you just sit there and watch a whole season. Yeah, <laughs> the
1: whole watch a season of Rick and Morty with that. Yeah. Oh, that would be fantastic. Get uh, <laughs> get swifty, get swifty,
0: <laughs> and popcorn.
1: I know that'd be pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of movies, though, a show that that I was watching that came on uh, TV last week. After uh-huh. I I it made me it made me real, like at the time I remember watching it, and it wasn't that big of a deal. But now it's more of a big of a deal to me. It was. Uh, do you mm-hmm. remember the movie They Live? With Roddy Piper. Oh,
0: I love that movie. You remember with that, that? Like 15 minute fight scene. Yeah, when they fought. Put the glasses on!
1: <laughs> <laughs> the hell with you! Remember that? <laughs> he wouldn't yeah, put them on. I just watched
0: it like a couple weeks ago.
1: Yeah, he wouldn't put them on, remember? He just <laughs> yeah, refused.
0: Yeah, he, like, he, like they like did that whole fight scene back yeah. in, the, in that, uh, that alleyway. Yeah, in the
1: alley they fought.
0: And you think it's like, oh, it's going to be over and they just keep they going. They just keep going, Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> He finally did. gets kicked in the nuts He gets, <laughs> he gets punched in the face Headbutted but He almost hits him with like a 2x4 <laughs> <laughs> It was like well, The only thing they didn't have was like a
0: machine gun But, uh, but <laughs> The whole
1: fight was pretty good Remember that?
0: Yeah They were like a, They body slammed each other Yeah Like a, yeah. Like a DDT I think <laughs> Yeah yo, He did the
1: side suplex so Yeah there's a suplex, The side yeah. suplex is what I, what I gave to him and That's what kind of did him in it <laughs> <laughs> was all fucked up, man. It was it was good, it was good. But the whole movie was good and, and I remember like watching it as a kid and I remember thinking, oh, this is a pretty cool concept, you know, I never heard of this before, but then you think of it, you know, nowadays, you know how the, how all the the secret transmissions were being broadcast. Do you remember that? Yeah. yeah. There was like it was basically the UFOs. If anyone hasn't seen They Live, it's a movie from the eighties. It was pretty good and it, it's you might feel dated now. But the concept's still pretty good. And basically, they come across a signal. There's a, uh, a group that, that comes across a signal, and they find out that the, there's aliens on our planet. And they're broadcasting uh, subliminal messages, <clears throat> basically making us like slaves to all of our things that we have, like money. If you look at it with these glasses, you can see what it really says on there. Subliminal message yeah, will can... say, This is your God. Right? Because people, people cover yeah. money, right? Yeah, I mean, money's not something people throw away. They, you know, they'll fight and kill and die for money. So <laughs> there were a lot of um, different subliminal messages. And at the end, what he had to do was basically try and turn off the satellite that was broadcasting the the, the, um, the messages. The signal? Yeah, yeah the signal to, to take it out. So I was like, man, that's pretty crazy. You know, it's a signal that's that's under the signal that's being broadcast and you know it was made you know to be subliminal so that in your mind subconsciously you would think these things but uh so i was kind of i thought man this has got to be i wonder if there's anything obviously if there's something like that going on it hasn't been really broadcast yet but there has been broadcasts of people like intruding on signals that are that are alive and having their own agenda for them so those are, there's been a few of them that were um that have happened over the years so, like, the first one that, that probably a lot of people have heard of was the Max Hedrum ex- incident.
0: Oh, I remember that one. Yeah, do, do you remember? Yeah.
1: You know who Max Hedrum was, right? Yeah. Yeah, he was that character in the 80s. He was portrayed by Matt Frewer, and he was supposed to be the first, um, world's first computer-generated TV host. And he just kind of looked, and basically, he was supposed to look like a computer, and in it... And it, and it, and it and he was always like kind of repeating himself like he was just a machine. And this is in the 80s, but it was basically a prosthetic makeup and hand-drawn backgrounds. And it looked it looked cool. You know, as a kid, it looked cool.
0: Wasn't he like a Pepsi sponsor? or No,
1: he was opposite. He was Coke. Was he Coke? Okay. He was Coke. Back in 87 Chicago um, on WGN TV, um, there was like a, a sports report. And the guy was talking about the Chicago Bears like they had won a game. And the screen went black for 15 seconds. And it showed a person wearing a Max Hedrick mask. Mm-hmm. It was 15 seconds long only, and then it reverted back. So when it when it reverted back, you know the the reporter was like, uh, I don't know what that was. You know he was just kind of in shock. <laughs> but know, what the fuck was? That? Yeah, <laughs> but it was it was on live TV, so he couldn't you know throw a fit. He just kind of had to laugh about it. Yeah, but it was du- it was during the live news, so the engineers were able to catch it and, and thwart the signal. And so later on though, um um a, a later a sister channel. Um, had the same had the same issue, and it was during the broadcast of uh, Doctor Who, and it was it was the same hacker or hackers um, took over that channel,
0: mm-hmm. and this
1: one lasted for a minute and a half. And oh,
0: they were on like live television for live a live TV and a for a
1: minute and a half. And yeah, that's like forever. like yeah, TV it's a it's a long time, right? I mean, I mean that doesn't sound like much, but when you are actually like, if you somebody says just wait there for one minute, and you have to wait for one minute, it lasts a while. Yeah, and so this one he had to. Um, same thing it came on and the guy was, was basically the Max Hedrum guy was like talking shit and he was talking about some some uh, pundit there in, in, in Chicago calling him a freaking liberal he was referring to um, Chuck Sworsky, mm-hmm. and he was calling him like a freaking liberal and he started to moan and laugh and making all these weird phrases and um, Coke had the, had the slogan of catch the wave mm-hmm. and he held up a Pepsi can and said it you know, instead, he, yeah. <laughs> so In your so, face, Coca-Cola. Yeah, basically, yeah. He's like, fuck you. <laughs> and so, you know, he had, he had like a, a rubber finger wearing like an extension over his middle finger. Yeah. And he was like, you know, like kind of flipping off the screen. And um, he was like singing like your love is fading. And he removed like the extension and began um, hung- humming the theme song to some show called Clutch Cargo. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, it, some of the audible is kind of hard to hear. So, like, it sounds like he says, I still see the X. And some people think it says, I stole CBS. So it's kind of unknown, really, what he said right there. He's He he's makes a comment, like, I made a, a giant masterpiece of all the greatest world newspaper nerds. And um, he's just basically like talking trash about WGN.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I, I, for some reason, this guy's got it in for them. Um, or something. Who knows? Maybe he just doesn't like what it's been, but been saying. And so he holds up a gardening glove and he says, my brother's wearing the other one. And after he puts the glove on, he continues, you know, he continues saying, but it's dirty. It looks like it's got blood prints on it. And he moves the glove and he throws it like in disgust. And then finally it it, like it cuts over and it's showing like the helmet, the the mask is off. And it's like it shows him bending over and you can see his ass. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can see his ass. They Uh They were like basically partly exposed. And the mask is—he's holding it as if it's, you know, like, um, it's off him and it's offside screen. Like his face is still there, but his ass is bent over. Mm-hmm. And it says, "Uh, um, he's howling. They're coming to get me." And there's some chick there, and she's wearing a costume. And she's and she tells him like, "Bend over, bitch!" And he's <laughs> bent over, and she starts spanking. What him. costume is she wearing? Um, she's wearing a French maid outfit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the bitch is wearing a French maid outfit, and she's saying, bend over, bitch. And she starts spanking him with the fly swatter, and he's screaming, like, oh, do it, do it. (laughs) And then, finally the the transmission blacks out, and then, again, it goes back to Doctor Who. So, again, that lasted for 90 seconds, and and unfortunately, it was, like, late at night, so the engineers weren't able to stop it as quick as they were the the first one. Uh And so, that's why it lasted so long. And by the time it ended, they didn't have any information, like, Like where it might have came from, Um, they couldn't, you know, pinpoint it or anything. So they can get a trace or 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 an an establishment of where it um it came from. And so there's been no investigation of there's been no leads on it since Uh then. Since eighty seven, nobody knows who did that who took over the transmission.
0: So they never caught the.
1: They never caught him. Wow. They never caught that guy or people's. I mean, like I said, the French maid could have been the mastermind behind it. Maybe she just wanted so to slap some you, ass on, you, on WGN. Were you, were you able to see her face? Or was no, she no, no, no. You could see her, like, up to her, like, maybe her neck. Oh, okay. Yeah, but you, and you could see her body, you know, and she's, and she's slapping them with that fly swatter. <laughs> yeah, man, this guy's into some shit, you know, and like I said, maybe she's a mastermind and maybe she just wanted to slap some ass on WGN.
0: And this was, in, this was like, in <coughs> 80, 89? 87. 87? Yeah. Well, that's pretty much, like, the stuff we watch now, though. <laughs> yeah, no shit.
1: <laughs> I know, just like normal. That's
0: like regular television
1: now. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's like no big deal. Yeah, you can see that like on on SVU or whatever. Yeah, this. Is, but back then, you know, that was a little taboo. It was it was a bit much, probably.
0: That's like stuff you can watch on PBS now. I know,
1: I know, I know. So so that one, they got away with that one. But there's been and there's been like a few other ones.
0: I'm sorry, uh-huh. were you we gonna say something? I was gonna ask you if there were any other ones because that's pretty that's pretty hilarious.
1: Yeah, that one was hilarious, and I think that's what he was going for, you know. And he, I think, he wanted to let the people know that hey, I can do whatever the fuck I want.
0: Yeah, they have control over television. <clears throat> yeah,
1: I think so. And so the one of the next one was, um, this one was in England in 1977. And this was the brilliant v- on Southern Television. Mm-hmm. So this one happened during a, t- a TV broadcast station was interrupted for a total of six minutes. From someone who claimed to be a representative of a quote-unquote intergalactic association. Like aliens? <laughs> yes, oh. exactly. <laughs> so the station was playing its regular evening news bulletin, and the host was reading the news. And suddenly his voice, the, the host' name was Andrew Gardner, and his voice began to distort, and a buzzing deep voice began to speak. This is, your, this is the voice of Rillion, a representative of the Ashtar Galactic Command speaking to you. For many years, you have seen us as lights in the skies. We speak to you now in peace and wisdom, as we have done to your brothers and sisters all over this your planet Earth. We come to warn you of the destiny of your race and your world, so you may have, so you may communicate to your fellow beings the course you must take to avoid the disaster which threatens your world and the beings of our worlds around you. This is in order that you may share in the great awakening as the planet passes into a new age of Aquarius. The new age can be a time of great peace and evolution for your race, but only if your rulers are made aware of the evil forces that can overshadow their judgments. Be still now and listen, for your chance may not come again. All your weapons of evil must be removed. The time for conflict is now past, and the race of which you are part of may proceed to the higher stages of its evolution if you show yourselves worthy to do this. You have but a short time to learn to live together in peace and goodwill. Small groups all over the planet are learning this and exist to pass on the light of the dawning new age to you all. You are free to accept or reject the teachings, but only those who learn to live in the peace will pass together in higher realms of spiritual evolution. Hear now the voice of Rillian, a representative of the astral galactic command, speaking to you, and it, and it basically goes on to tell you all the stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's is a lot more, but it's you know you can find this online. Mm-hmm. And he's basically telling you, you know,
0: basically change, change to shape to, up to change our ways because, like,
1: yeah, shape up. You know, you guys are you guys are
0: fucking up. So, is it saying that we're like destroying the earth, or like we're just just messing up society?
1: It sounds like a little bit of both. Uh-huh. Like, like in order in order to obtain a better, higher evolution or peace, uh-huh. you should probably you know stop fucking up your world and and maybe learn to to think for yourselves and to think consciously. Uh-huh. That's kind of what I got from man. I mean. It's kind of the, the old, you know, hey, you know, stop, stop ruining things. Yeah. Because you know, pretty soon you'll get to a point of no return and then nobody can help you.
0: So I'm, I'm assuming they didn't find out who did this.
1: No, this was another one that they don't know who did it. The, the English people were just unhappy about it. They were scared. Uh-huh. Right. Cause this is in the late seventies. They had no idea what this was about. Yeah. Or, or who, who, who was behind it. Um, yeah. You think like, you one,
0: think like since like some time has gone by. And they're, like, at a point, like, maybe the, the the person's at an age now where they can come out and say, like, yeah, it was me.
1: Maybe, right? Yeah. I would think so, especially with Max Hedrum one. I would think that um they would be able to come out. I, I've thought about that, too. Like, maybe, but maybe they're not on their deathbeds yet. Maybe they're thinking, nah, because they could probably, I don't know if they could still be prosecuted. I don't know how it works in England if, if, if you know, if it's been 40 years later, mm-hmm. if they can prosecute. Well, it's like, like uh, one
0: guy that um he claimed to uh, faked t- the Bigfoot footage. Mm-hmm. On his deathbed,
1: yeah, yeah, that's right. But, but I mean, what are they gonna do to him? I mean, he was dying; he was dead, right? It's basically like like George Bush Senior. He can grab all his women's asses. and <laughs> What are they gonna do? Him? <laughs> right? He's ninety three years old. He's in a wheelchair. He's <laughs> he's had you know strokes. What are you gonna do, to this guy? Like, bitch, I used to be prisoner Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Give me do the what ass. I want. Yeah, I mean, he, I mean, he's touching all these asses. What are you gonna do to him? <coughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean the women either have to just like deal with it, you know, and just and just. I mean, what, what do they expect? I mean, I'm not saying it's what he's doing is right, but all I'm saying is, what yeah, are you going like, to do, it? do? It's
0: like it's some old yeah. guy in a wheelchair. So. Yeah,
1: he's 93. Are you gonna Are you gonna indict? Him? What are you gonna be going for? I mean, besides money, I mean, you're not gonna <laughs> you're not gonna get him to change, right? <laughs> he's like, fuck you guys. You know, 93. I've probably been a decent man for my most of my life. Now I want to play with some ass. <laughs> <laughs> so now I was grabbing it. But <laughs> <I'm like, laughs> like, get that blonde over here to take a picture with me. <laughs> you know, I'm getting <laughs> tired of
0: Barbara. Yeah, Barbara's I know. Not it for me anymore. Barbara's always around.
1: I want, some blonde. <laughs> I want some brunette. some redhead. I want to test some ass. So so yeah, I mean I, I don't know what they can do about any of this stuff. Um especially now and so, so here's here's another one. Let me let uh. me tell you one that's a little funnier. And this, this this guy, couple guys, did get caught. Okay. So this one in in uh, 2007, this was the Comcast pornography incident. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: so was this the one that ran during the Simpsons episode.
1: No, this ran. Um, this was on the Disney Channel on the Handy <gasps> Manny.
0: Even better, better. yeah.
1: <laughs> so little kids were watching it, and all of a sudden, like one of the guys is, was telling, you know, they interviewed. He's like, his dad's like, "What's going on? Or you know, is it uh, 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 is she okay? You know, <laughs> is she being hurt?"
0: Because <laughs> it was it was hardcore porn. Mickey's hurting that lady. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, yeah,
1: I know he's spanking her, <laughs> but she doesn't seem to be mad. <laughs> so yeah, there was actual hardcore porn on in. Uh, it took over the, the 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 show, and Comcast didn't know what happened. They, it was like a glitch, and um, they they apologized and they said it was on their side. And said, "Okay, we won't we'll we'll, we'll we'll tighten down on our servers and everything, mm-hmm. and make sure nothing like this happens again." Well, then two years later, in '09, um, this happened during Super Bowl Forty Three <laughs> when, when the when the <laughs> and this time and nobody the, the was watching <laughs> yeah, and Arizona was watching... This, this was in in Tucson. Uh-huh. So this was in Arizona. So everyone in Arizona is watching the Super Bowl because their team was in the Super Bowl. This is when they played Pittsburgh. Uh-huh. And a, a more softcore porn came on for 37 seconds. I, I think I do
0: remember that one.
1: Yeah, and the FBI intervened and they found that a, a former cable employee was responsible for interrupting the broadcast. Oh, really? Yeah, Did so Frank Tenori Gonzalez was uh, allegedly tampering with the Comcast servers. And Comcast had to apologize to all the people and ended up giving eighty thousand Tucson subscribers a ten dollar credit, which was eight hundred grand. Oh wow! Yeah, and the guy was arrested. He got arrested. Did he ever say <clears throat> why he did it? No, I think I think just to like kind of I, I I like kind of fuck around like hey I could do this and I th- they said he was disgruntled. Oh okay. Disgruntled about what? Who knows, right? Maybe they didn't give him a long enough lunch. Maybe <laughs> they took away. <laughs> Maybe in their cafeterias they took away the free milks, you know. <laughs> He's like, "Fuck this! <laughs> so I'm gonna get you back." Yeah. yeah, I'll make you pay one way or another. Maybe they took away paydays from the vending machine. I don't know. Oh man! But well, it, that but he was he, he was ticked. <laughs> <laughs> paydays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. man. I hate those candies. I hate paydays. <laughs> those things should go away. Uh, them and a hundred grand. God, I can't stand those. I never had hundred grand. I had paydays. I think don't paydays are pretty good. Uh, I, don't, I, I like the penis, but I don't like all that sugar in the inside. No. That stuff disgusts me. <laughs> Disgusting. <So, me> <laughs> yeah. so, and then there was, there was one guy that I'm with. This guy I like. This was the Captain Midnight incident. Uh-huh. So in um, HBO was playing regular broadcastings. And at 12.32 a.m., um, a man named John R. McDougall, also known as Captain Midnight, <laughs> he transmitted a signal on the satellite that, car- that HBO was carrying. And the message was a protest for the service rates going up. And it said, quote, good evening, HBO, from Captain Midnight, $12.95 a month. No way. Showtime, movie channel, beware, unquote. So basically, he was he was pissed off that HBO was, was hiking the rates for their channel. He was an electrical engineer. Mm-hmm. And before the hijacking, he had successfully transmitted a color bar test pattern that had overridden HBO signal. So he had tested that he couldn't mm-hmm. take it over. And HBO didn't mind. It, it only lasted a few seconds, and it was overnight. So HBO thought it was like, eh, whatever, big mm-hmm. deal. they
0: like a kind of a glitch.
1: Yeah, and he was like, eh, that was his test. Saying, hey, mm-hmm. I can do this. Um, but a lot of people like back then they they like Hughes communication company threatened to shut down the HBO satellite because they thought the hijacking was some kind of terrorist. A terrorist, um, really? Yeah, a terrorist event. Yeah. So the FBI came in to investigate, and FCC said we're gonna. This the hijacker will face prosecutions. But um, he he the guy nowadays he didn't regret what he did. He says you know he wishes motivations were more understood, and um, he doesn't he was hoping that people only it's a terrorist attack and he he ended up getting a
0: fine. Oh, that's it.
1: Yeah, he he ended up paying.
0: You didn't do jail time.
1: Not that I saw, no. Oh
0: wow. Yeah. But uh, well, I mean, he has a right to be a bit mad. I yeah, I mean, I mean, he, I mean t- like, remember when I, I get pissed off when Netflix bumps up? It, they
1: just did, man. Like, <laughs> did you see that like a week and a half
0: ago? Oh, yeah, I don't remember when they they tried to do that thing where they're like, oh, we're gonna have like two companies, yeah, and one was gonna oh, be God. like Quixer or whatever. That was so stupid. Oh uh, man, I was pissed because I'm
1: not gonna get no DVDs. That was so dumb. And that's when everybody was using DVDs, remember? That was, like, in 07, 08. Yeah. And so a lot of people were pissed off with that. Like, fuck this. I'm not going to pay for more, and I don't want to pay for two services. And that was back then when streaming, wa- streaming wasn't that huge. But everyone was mad because, both, remember, both were together.
0: Yeah, and, and their their uh, lineup wasn't even that great on Netflix. I mean, they had they had some movies that were okay, but, I mean, like, you do the DVDs to get the actual good movies. That exactly. You
1: want. But now it's the opposite, basically. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But, I mean... I, I only know one person. He gets DVD discs, and he still burns all the copies everyone he gets. I don't. I don't care to have discs that many discs in my home. So to me, that's not appealing. Mm-hmm. I like to stream. I prefer streaming. I don't want to have any physical. With music, I will, but with movies, I don't. I just don't. There's not a lot of movies, and, and plus, you can find them on so many places to watch. You know, this. There's, there's a lot of places where yeah. you can where you can
0: just stream shit. Fucking go to YouTube and. And stream shows. I don't watch half the movies on there. What's that? You can watch like most of the movies on there if you can f- if you look hard enough. Oh man, you could. Yeah,
1: YouTube carries a lot of stuff. You just if you could just deal with the stupid ads.
0: <coughs> those
1: ads, man, those things just piss me off. Can it's like it's like Hulu paying without the Hulu full version. You know, you pay like for the seven five ninety nine version or seven ninety nine.
0: Yeah, I get that one without no. Without yeah, no ads, you can't can't letter. do with ads, man. <coughs> it's not worth it. Yeah, I'd rather die than, than listen to ads. Yeah, I know, <laughs> oh, <no>. I know. <laughs> Save
1: your time with those damn ads. They just keep getting longer and longer. Yeah,
0: yeah it's going to kill us one day. You're going to have a near-death experience. Yep. Well, like speaking of uh, uh, dying and near-death experiences. Yeah. I got some stories for All us. right, what do you got? Near-death experiences were always really interesting to me. Because uh, it's like one of the big questions that we all have, you know. What happens to so us after we die? It's probably the biggest question, actually. It's Yeah, it's the the one of the biggest ones we have. And religions all over the world, they tell us they have answers, you know, the secrets to get in the big nightclub in the sky.
1: Yep. Or to stay away from the, the one below. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and a lot of us, you know, we base our beliefs on these religions and they, we, we think that they're answers. But, and it's something that science really can't measure at this point. So, so I'm, me, I'm under the impression that we really don't know what happens. You know, we don't know what happens after we die. So, you know. But there's a lot of people who have died and come back. Died and come back? Yeah. They've, you know, like they're on operating tables or they were in car accidents and they've died. Oh, I gotcha. Oh, I thought you meant they went zombie. (laughs) Started the zombie apocalypse.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They survived
0: it and they came back and they were healed by a priest. (laughs) (laughs) So they've come back and with these experience and maybe from that we can get answers or at least be, at least be entertained by what they're telling us. All right. So what do you got? I have one where it was a, a girl, her name was Christine, she's 29. She was a kindergarten teacher. She was driving to work when all of a sudden she got into a car accident. And she was rushed to the hospital, she was in critical condition, and while on the operating table, the doctor saw that she was flatlining and they went to like extreme measures to res- resuscitate her. So while all this action is happening, the experience that she had it was a, a pleasurable one. Pleasurable. So after the accident, she was uh, she said she was hovering over her body, and she was watching the doctors trying to revive her. I've heard of that happening a lot. Yeah. And, and even though she was watching herself die, she felt like this really overwhelming calm. Like it was just, she just felt relaxed. Like a peace. Yeah, just a peace. She started floating. She floats past the ceiling through the, hospital, through the hospital ceiling and she floats up into the sky. And she says she enters this dark tunnel with this bright light at the end of it. And when mm-hmm. she got to the end, she woke up and she was in this like beautiful sunny field. Just everything was gorgeous. Perfect. Mm-hmm. She's walking around this grassy field, and she's with her bare feet. And the grass felt like really soft and warm, so everywhere she stepped was this like really nice feeling. Okay. So she she goes around and she tries to explore the, the area more. And as she's you know going through the field, seeing all these beautiful things, she comes across these two figures across that are across the field, and they're both dressed in white. Ooh. And she hears them call out her name, or waving her to come over. And when she hears her name, she she's overwhelmed with this feeling of happiness. She's just was it like like uh, ex family members or something. Well, yeah. When she gets there, she she recognizes them them from pictures that that she had seen growing
1: up. Gotcha. So relatives from the past. Yeah.
0: So they she she her parent her it was their her grandparents had died before she was born. Oh. So when she reaches them, them um, you know they welcome her with a big hug, and they excitedly <laughs> they take her to the this beautiful village like the Smurf village, I guess. I don't know. Perfect. <laughs> And she did, they introduced her to all these family members who had that she remembered them dying. Oh, okay. You know they were old and dying when she when she last time she saw them. But when she saw them there, she she still kind of recognized them. But they were young and they were all healthy and oh wow, happy and all yeah they were all in perfect perfect health. Interesting. So, yeah. So she was there and know, they all spoke with her talk. Yeah, they all spoke with her. They all you know she's having a good time, and then. You know some time goes and after it uh, goes by and then the family the kind of family reunion thing is over and her grandparents they take her aside and they tell her it's not your time to go you, you got to go back no and so well, she doesn't want to go but they're like you know do you have to you have to go back you have something else to do before you can come to mm-hmm. stay here and she's like pretty upset so but you know she's understanding that she has to go back and they wave her goodbye and then she floats away and she ends up waking up in the uh, hospital bed she tells everybody what happened and they're just like well you know we don't know yeah, what you're just hallucinating. Yeah, we your don't brain know what it is, but you la-
1: lacked oxygen. Whatever. So
0: you know, a lot of people have that same experience. But there's also some experience that people have that are really scary. Opposite. Yeah, and the thing is like it's it's a small fraction of people that have the, the scary one. Really? Yeah. Usually most people have like the pleasant experiences. Every once in a while there's like scary ones. There was this guy, his name was Howard, and he's he was thirty eight years old and he was in the middle of being in an operation and while in the operation some complications began. And he died on the operating table so when he, he woke up he found himself standing in the hallway of the hospital hmm and he was all confused and he tries to ask one of the nurses that was walking past him what was going on and she wouldn't listen to him you know and she's walking towards him and she's like hey you know hey you know, like what, what's going on what where, where am I and she wouldn't say anything and then she just ended up walking through him oh he starts to remember that he was on the operating table and that he had, had died oh so he knew he died yeah so at that point he figured out that he had he had, that he had perished okay and as soon as he came to that reali- realization, the down the hall, the elevator doors opened, and this thick mist started like kind of bellowing out of it, and it started going into the hallway and it started like inching towards him. And in the mist, he could see like these these bright red eyes. Fuck that mist! And the sound, yeah, <laughs> and he can hear the sounds of screaming and tormented souls crying for Ooh, help. Shit. So he he's like, holy shit! You know what do I got? Yeah. I gotta get out of here. So he starts running down. He starts running down the other way. He's you know when you try to run like when you're yeah in dream, you're not moving. You try run, you can't you can't barely move very very fast. And so you start going. He starts running in slow motion, like looking no. back, and it's the the is yeah. just getting closer, and and you can hear the sounds getting louder. And he's like f- he's scared as, yeah. as hell. He makes it oh, he makes it to the end of the hallway and. When he gets there, there's like no way to get out. He's basically cornered. So the mist keeps coming towards him and finally it gets to him and it engulfs him completely. Damn. So he's like, maybe the only way I can get out is go, I got to go back to the elevator yeah. and maybe I can, you know, get out of the building somehow that way. Sure. So he he's trying to go down the hallway and he's feeling like the sides of the, the walls trying to make his way back mm-hmm. and while he's trying to use the walls to guide himself um he can feel the walls getting super hot oh no to the oh. yeah to the point where, like he could like barely touch it it starts like burning his fingers Shit. so he's like now he, now he knows he's fucked now he's getting panicked and he's getting super panicked now and all of a sudden he could feel he could feel some hands like grabbing at his legs and pulling them in different directions and he can't see anything in front of him because it's all this dark mist but he feels his hands pulling at him from left to right and finally, they pull on him so hard that he falls to the ground. Mm. And he tries to get back up, but he could, you know, when he does, he could feel things like, because he was on the floor, he could feel these things crawling on top of him. Mm-hmm. And there's like they're all slimy to the touch, and they're, and he's trying to push them off, but the more he pushes them off, the more we crawl on him. Mm. Until he was laying completely flat on his back, and he can no longer move. Damn. Tries to get him off. You know, he's looking around. He sees these things crawling around. There's like red eyes staring at him. These little dark figures just just crawling all over him and he starts yelling for help and that's when the creatures they start biting at his stomach
1: oh that's great fucking and then he could
0: feel yeah and then he could feel them starting tearing there's tearing like his flesh and just ripping out his organs and he's just like it's like the worst pain he's ever felt in his life Mm -hmm. and he's thinking fuck i'm in hell i'm in hell yep don't know what to do he hears the people are screaming in the background and all of them he could he knows that the same thing's happening to them that they're all being alive he can he can hear it like because he's screaming the same way yep And so, like, he's thinking, like, in in his voice inside, like, what do I do? So he says, I'm going to start to pray. So he starts praying. And as soon as he starts uttering the word, the mist starts going away and starts... uh, Like, retreating? Yeah, retreating back into the elevator door. And all the demons are going back with the mist. And all of a sudden, everything turns white. And then he wakes up, and he's in the hospital bed. And the doctors told him that he was dead for for a couple minutes. Damn, that's no good. Through these stories, you can, you know, you can persuade people to believe that there's an afterlife, Mm -hmm. you know, because people have experienced Mm -hmm. it. But, like, there's there are some scientific explanations for why it happens. Okay. A common theme of uh, near-death experiences or, like, out-of-body experiences. Mm-hmm. Or uh, having, you know, floating above the bed mm-hmm. and stuff. And doctors think this could be caused by damages in the temporal perinatal junction. And it's a part of the brain. That forms a perception of an individual's body so like it it kind of tells you where you are in space mm-hmm. in some scientific studies the phenomenon can be cre- recreated by stimulating that part of the brain mm-hmm. and it causes people to lose where they are in space oh i gotcha so you just you don't know where you're at at all when they stimulated it they would get the same outer body experience mm-hmm. so yeah so that that part of the brain just kind of makes kind of lets you know where your arms and your legs are at and so so when it's stimulated, it, it makes you feel as if though you're not where you're supposed to be in the in your body. Oh
1: wow! So so that's why that's what they think that when that happens, people don't know where they're at. But why are they seeing like why are you missed? Why why family members of people that they? Are you longing for something? Are you guilty?
0: Like with the, with the scientific expl- explanation for that, it's usually because of a lack of oxygen to the brain. Okay, and lack of oxygen to the brain causes hallucinations, euphoria, mm-hmm. and studies indicate that individuals who report having uh near-death experiences uh like during cardiac arrests, have like really low levels of oxygen
1: sure i was just gonna say but but um i, I understand that but but why are people having uh, the hallucinations that they do like why is the second guy having the hallucinations about the fog and the demons versus the girl who saw her family Do they have any idea like why that could be?
0: Yeah, um, usually what it is is like during during this high during the high stress situation, Mm -hmm. your brain releases endorphins okay into your body, and it gives you like a sense of peace and calm. And with that, it's just like when you have dreams. I mean, you're because you're you're going through this this horrible experience, Mm -hmm. so your brain's gonna try to compensate. For what's going on, it's gonna, it's, tra- it's like overloaded with all this information, and it, and a lot of times, a lot of people, when you die, I mean, or when you have these situations, you start remembering mm-hmm. things, you know, like family members, things in your past, things, you know, that are important to you. Like a lot of people, when they have these experiences, like if you grew up a Christian, most people will see Jesus. If you grew up a Muslim and you're raised that way, when it happens, most people will see Allah. Okay. Depending on how you're raised or your culture, is usually how you're going to see the, the your your near-death experience or whatever. Like you know, you could have been a, you can be an atheist, but still you grew up with a Christian background, and so when you die, you're still going back and you're thinking you're thinking of all the stuff that you were told when you were a kid. You know, and that stuff that stuff never. resonates in your in your mind. But what if you and what, what
1: if you never believed in anything like that? What if you were like from China and there's no
0: religion? at all well like i said it just depends on your culture like other places it just depends on the culture they have you know they, they died a lot of a lot of people have like experiences where they're just like floating through space mm-hmm. traveling through through space and time and, and all this other stuff like they're not all the same i mean they have some of them have common themes where they see people that they've had died before or you know they're they're in a like a heavenly place or it's a beautiful place or but a lot of them you know, it just depends on the culture that you grew up with, and
1: and also like I've also heard that like, some I, I don't know how this makes any sense, but um, dying is like the first step to a new life. Again, I don't know why. Like you said, are you? Is it more out there for you to learn? Like you said, some people are flying through space, and
0: I don't know. That's the answer that people are trying to figure. Yeah, out. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, I don't know, but um, um, I have a there's a story. I have another story from Plato okay uh, he wrote one and it, and it kind of has that thing where he has that theme where you just keep keep going and you keep learning new things or you do different things mm-hmm. so um, one of Plato's earliest tales is a story called "The Myth of Ur. and it's about a man named Ur. He dies in battle and after two days he's revived at his funeral mm. and he gets up and he's like, "Oh my God, and he tells everybody the story of his afterlife what what he tells him is ur comes across this amazing place with all these other souls so like he appears at this place there's all these other souls with him, um and the place has four openings like four portals two that lead into the into and out of the sky and two that lead into and out of the ground Mm. and and at each of these openings there's a judge and the the judge directs the souls where to go um, when Ur approaches one of the judges, he's told to, that you know you're just here to observe and because he's going to come back to life and he wants they want him to go tell mankind about what happens in the afterlife.
1: okay. So he has a mission.
0: Yeah, so he has a mission. so he's just there to watch people do what happens after you die. Mm. So he talks to souls coming out of the, of the sky and exit and they recount like wonderful experiences and a feeling of bliss and they're returning and the people returning from the underground portals they're all dirty and they're tired and they're crying in despair and they had awful experiences hmm. and he's told it by some of them that there's people down there that are so bad that they're in they're not able to come out from the underground Oh shit! people like murderers and child molesters you know stuff like yeah. that, people like that after weeks of hanging out in that area in the meadows Ur and the rest of the souls um travel on for four day on a four-day trek where they reach a place called the spindle of necessity there all the souls except for Ur, or organized in rows, and each of them are given, like, a lottery ticket, a lottery token. What's this, what's this token for? It's basically, like, um, once they call your number, you're up next, and then they... Talk. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. And so each of the souls would come up to the judge uh, when their token's called, and they, would, and they would be asked to choose his or her next life. Oh, wow. Yeah, so Er noticed that most of the souls would pick a life totally different from their last life. Okay. So, yeah, so if somebody was a good person, he would choose to be, like, a total garbage person like a piece of shit you know what he said like yeah So says that, they said that there was one guy who came from the the sky portal he came from the good you know having a good experience and he chose to be a powerful dictator shit who would commit like t- horrible atrocities like you know, hitler he was gonna be dead yeah kind of like kind of like a hilly but he was so bad like he was gonna eat his own children damn that was like his his destiny so they basically they basically knew everything that was gonna happen in their life but the, you know some people that came out of the 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 sky, the sky portals, mm-hmm. they would choose that. Interesting. But see, when you come back, yeah, so, but when you come back, they would, he would be so awful that he would actually come, come back through the, the underground one and have all this miserable experience mm-hmm. coming back. He said that after everyone picked up, picked their new lives, they would, you know, pass under the throne of Lady Necessity and they would travel to this place called the, the Plain of Oblivion, where, there, where the river led or the river of forgetfulness is what they mm-hmm. would call it. And Isol would be required to drink from it. No shit. So and what it is, it causes them to forget everything that happened and it would put them to sleep where they would lift up in the middle of the night and then be sent to their location of rebirth and they would start over. Oh, okay. And then that's when Ur er woke up and then told the story.
1: Interesting. So the ones you said that were like down there, they were like the murderers and um, the real bad people. Are they, mm-hmm. are they, they're never able to come out? Then
0: I guess so. That's that's what they were saying and that some people were had done things that were so bad. So so the ones
1: who were good and they came out of the sky one and they went to the bad. Would they now be in that category?
0: I guess if that's what I didn't understand too, because a lot of it's like, well, if you chose to be such a piece of yeah, shit, yeah, you then know, you you, you, could, you you're never have a, coming out. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I understand. I mean, I guess kind of human nature is to try things you haven't had, right?
0: I think it's maybe maybe just to like. Experience. i think the whole purpose is maybe just to experience different things yeah. you know because because you when you're at that point you know that you're going to be going through the cycle again. yeah but
1: it's just like you, you know well, uh, but the thing is but you also know that choosing to be a piece of shit like that you're going to be fucking doomed down in the in the fucking mole man you be down under the, the ground forever right
0: i guess like maybe maybe that's what he
1: wanted to experience interesting interesting so was there any th- that was that was
0: Plato that shared that? That's one of the stories that he wrote. Huh. It's one of the earliest near-death experience tales.
1: Yeah, that's. It's weird because yeah, a lot of the times everyone always they always talk about you know saying a prayer like one of your stories did where the guy was being tortured or whatever, uh-huh. and usually saying a prayer will get you out of that. Mm-hmm. I wonder how that ties into what what Plato's guy saw. I don't
0: know. Well, like like I said, it it also depends on what you believe on what you believe like yeah. there's been there's been people I've, I've read stories where there was atheists that had near-death experience and they came back christians i've read stories where people when were christians and they didn't see jack shit and so they came back atheists oh wow every individual person has has like different experience but they mm-hmm. usually have like, a common experience as well like there's there's things that are common but there's also a lot of things that are very you know different so like a lot of them will experience the narrow tunnel with the light at the end of it yeah they'll experience the out-of-body uh feeling uh they'll just have different hallucinations but you know a lot of things like i said a lot of those things can be explained by you know just because it is your brain dying and yeah this is a time that your brain is probably the least um reliable source of information Mm -hmm. because it's it's basically you know dying yes yeah yeah no oxygen it's being suffocated So it's it's going to do everything in its power to make you not feel what's going on.
1: And I do know like a lot of people who don't believe in all this. You know who who you know call everyone who goes to these basically hacks. You know that Mm -hmm. (coughs) that debunk. They always say that that's that's the reasoning for this is because your brain is not reliable.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: You know you can't you, you can't count on it to to give you any truths. So I I, I understand I understand you know where debunkers come from and what they think, mm-hmm. um, but also again it just seems like nothing for them ever is legitimate.
0: Well, like it's like for science, it's not something that can be easily no measured, no you no know? you can't you can't. Yeah. I and mean again, you
1: if you were to see that yourself, you know it might change. Like you said, some people it changes their way so drastically, right?
0: Yeah, I mean there's there's been like I said there's been a doctor that. That died, and he came back believing. Is like, you know, he wasn't a spiritual person before, but he was when he came back.
1: Yeah, that's that's very interesting. And if and you could be somebody religious and say, "See, that was God's plan." <laughs> 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 that's all you gotta say, and you can't dispute it, right? <laughs> but then again, the people who go to the hell, then that's also pretty bad too. I've always i've I've heard of stuff like that too, where some people, an episode was unsolved mysteries, mm-hmm. and there was a guy that same thing. He went, he was like a shitty guy, I guess, and he was. He had to do some surgery, and um, he had a family, but he was not very kind to them. He was just, like, a jerk, and same thing, kind of. Mm-hmm. He, he wakes up, and he gets up, and it's all dark. He's in the in his bed, and he's, like, asking people walking by in the hallway, and he's, like, they're, like, he's asking him, hey, what's going on? Can I get some help, something? You know, he's just kind of a jerk. And he goes out in the hallway, and there's a bunch of people walking through the hallway, like, all going one way. Mm-hmm. And he kind of gets caught up in them. They're kind of, like, pushing him along, too. Like hey hey hey, you know, what you know, what, what's going on? Where are you all going? And pretty yeah. soon, everyone there started like they were like, ignoring him, and all of a sudden, they started like getting violent with him, and started like pushing him and kicking him, and he was trying to fight him off, and he couldn't. And then, um, they and then all of a sudden, like it turned to just complete darkness all around him, and they tossed him on the ground, and they were like punching him, beating him, and then like same thing, and you know, they started you know ripping at his stomach, mm-hmm. you know, ripping at his body, and he was like, it was pure utter pain and torture and eventually he's like god help me you know and then he was like an atheist and all that stuff and he's like god please help me and all of a sudden like i guess like something from like the sky a light came down and when it came down every all the creatures that were around him tearing him up started fled you know, like in fear uh-huh. and it's like it was like a ball of light and it enveloped him and it carried him off He was like basically sitting in there with an angel, is what he said. So basically, what at the the end of the whole tale was that he came back as a religious guy. He he came, but he changed his life. He was no longer an asshole or Uh a jerk to people. I mean, he just he he became a preacher. And so, like you said, I mean, this could be have like a really, really, you know, you know monumentous, you know, effect on your life, you know, what you think. Like you said, can you imagine being somebody totally religious and then you come back with nothing and so then you're like, fuck this, you know, I mean, that's not what you were raised to think, you know, that's not what you grew up with. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, but if, like like I said, like a lot of times he might have grown up with those ideas in his head as mm-hmm. a kid, you know, and he became an atheist later down the line. No, no, I'm just... And like those, those things are still in his mind. Mm-hmm. And so, like when he does die, he's like thinking, "Oh man, maybe there's a hell, maybe there's that."
1: Yeah, no, no, no. I get that. What I'm saying is, that I'm just saying. Can you imagine you being somebody who's really religious now, and then that happens, and you see nothing? Yeah, and then you'd be like, I mean, and then and then
0: and it changes your mind. It's like, fuck, I'm wasting. Or my it would time. be really awful. Is like you were actually like a decent person. And you, you know, did everything mm-hmm. and you believed in it's it believed in God or whatever so much and then all of a sudden you have this like horrible experience where like you're in hell. It's like well, well What's the point? So, like what's the point? Like what did what yeah, do, you know, I can't what do, do, I do anything to get right? Here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: my ticket's already punched. I might as well just go start, you know, drinking and driving and you know It's like yeah, it's like I don't know how good you want me to be, you know. Yeah, I can't be good enough. I know, right? That that's what I'm saying. That that would be tough. And again, you can't disprove or prove anything. Right, all we got is people's tales. There's no. Remember that movie Flatliners? Did you ever watch that one? Yeah,
0: that was a long time ago. Did they remake that? Yeah, one? Yeah, I saw
1: they remade it. I
0: never saw the new one. I never did either. But I, I kind of remember the old one because it's been a long time. Yeah.
1: I yeah, me too. I saw it when it came out, and I remember that one was pretty interesting. You know, as, as a kid, like oh man, they're, 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 they're tempting you know fate. You know, they're, they're killing themselves and bringing themselves and and you know documenting what they saw, what they did. I don't remember it too well, but. That should be a movie I should watch again. <laughs> uh, that seems, I, I kind of you know I want to see what they went through because seeing it so young, I, I know a lot of it I didn't understand, and I would like to see what my what my take on it would be this time.
0: There's a, there's a couple books good. that I heard were pretty good, um, <coughs> like who wants to read <laughs> twenty <that content?" laughs> like <that. It's> seventeen? <laughs> you know, is there a movie version for these books? <laughs> Uh, What are the books? There's a bunch of books with, like, uh, the evidence for afterlife, the science of a near-death experience.
1: There's a lot of religious ones like that, too. A lot of afterlife, you know, heaven and stuff. Yeah. You know, which one's which?
0: (laughs) I I just figure it's like if you're a decent person to everybody and you'll be taken care of after you die, so. Well,
1: you'd hope so, unless, like, those people who are, like you said, are pretty religious and try and do the right thing, and then all of a sudden they see fucking hell and (laughs) the devil there. That's not too uh, encouraging, is it? <laughs>
0: man, man, I've been doing Dude, good. Remember, uh,
1: remember, uh, remember uh, Sopranos. You remember um, Paulie Walnuts? Paulie Walnuts. Remember Polly? Remember he had the white hair? Oh yeah, yeah. He got pissed off at the preacher because he he like did something. He told the preacher, yeah, like yeah, I killed someone. Like, oh Paulie, you're gonna go to hell. He's like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> I've been because <laughs> he <laughs> put a lot of money been, in. I, yeah, I've been putting <laughs> a lot of money in this church. <laughs> What happened when there was a tab on <laughs> this tapestries? that didn't be fixed? I be fucking pre- picked up the tab. You get me in, p- goddamn it. Maybe he's all pissed off. I'm supposed <laughs> to be protected. <laughs> yeah. He thought, like, paid all this money for the church and renovating it. That was his fucking end. I know. <laughs> he's, all, he's all pissed
0: off. Man, if only was that easy. He was pissed. <laughs> I mean, Wally was
1: pissed. <laughs> 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 he was like, like, you fucking make it happen, goddamn it. <laughs> he was all pissed off the preacher. <laughs> like, like, I should be able to get a pass <laughs> on all this shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I do remember that, that episode. Funny. That was pretty funny. Yeah, that was that was like the one of the first seasons, and I remember Paulie was just pissed off. He was, bad. I know. We, no, we
0: yeah Yeah, being think about it. I mean, he was like in his mind, like he was gonna make it into heaven because he had bought all that shit. Oh yeah, he was. Yeah, he was paying, which <laughs> you know all
1: their bills. He was <laughs> picking up the tab and stuff. Well, think, and so he was like, "Well, that's the way yeah.
0: the the old Catholic Church used to be." From what I remember, it's like they would, you know, all these rich people would pay their way into heaven oh well,
1: basically buying their way yeah. in yeah that's, that's, that's really interesting because cause then when something bad happens they're just they they go 180 right when something like say say yeah, you, you're buying into that and then, and they're supposed to be protected mm-hmm. right and then all of a sudden something bad happens in your life then you're like fuck this yeah. you know like a family member dies or something and you're like hey we're supposed to be protected I was paying for all this <laughs> shit <laughs> and that could also lose faith too I bet yeah Right, I'm sure some people could be like, "Fuck this! This is a waste of time." I put all this invested in, like, poly walnuts, <laughs> poly walnuts,
0: <laughs> <laughs> poly walnuts is pissed, man. That's
1: I I feel like that's one of the greatest mysteries right now is is what happens after death. Yeah,
0: it'd be interesting to be able to 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 actually do some studies, but it's kind of hard to find people that are dying and <laughs> yeah, you know, and actually be able to hook them up or, or, or you know. Kill them. Conduct a conduct a serious experience. Do some flatline. What do
1: you think, man? There's there's got to be some unsanctioned things going on, right? You think that there's got to be some groups out there that have probably dabbled in that? Well, maybe, but who knows? Why not, right? Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of shit that's illegal, that's unethical, that if people have done, right? So (laughs) why not this? Maybe somebody does have the answer.
0: Uh, Maybe they do. But we won't have it right now because we got to go. We got to go. Closing time. Yeah. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Get the hell out. You can't sleep on my couch. (laughs) Well,
0: thanks, everybody, for
1: listening to another episode. I hope you guys found it enlightening or cool or boring or fun, whatever the fuck you thought. We're glad you're here with us. Yeah,
0: thanks for listening. So uh, have a good morning, good evening, or night. We'll see you next week. Until then, stay strange. Bye-bye, people. If you enjoy the show, please go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you're listening, and please give us a good rating. If you want to share a story or have ideas for any future episodes, you're welcome to visit www.thestrangepodcast.com. We look forward to hearing from you.